welcome to the worlds of M.W. Lewis. Where now are the horse and the rider? Where is the horn that was blowing? Where is the helm in the hauberk and the bright hair flowing? Where is the harp on the harp string and the red fire glowing? Where is the spring and the harvest and the tall corn growing? They have passed like rain on the mountain, like a wind in the meadow. The days have gone down in the west behind the hills into shadow. Who shall gather the smoke of the dead wood burning, or behold the flowing years from the sea returning? I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tannhauser Gate. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain. So yes, I start off the episode with two somber poems. One from, of course, The Two Towers, and the other, the end of Blade Runner. And now why am I doing that? Well, my youngest, the, the young man you hear playing trumpet on my podcasts, graduated from high school. He graduated on June 7th, and I have to say, I became a bit reflective and a bit down as the nest, the proverbial nest, is now emptying. In just a few short months, he will be leaving for the University of North, North Texas College of Music to study jazz. And then I will have nothing but so much extra time on my hands to make a podcast every single day or play Dungeons and Dragons every single day. Who knows? Who knows what I will do? But all I know is I will not be going around to jazz concerts in clubs or at schools or at fairs or at concert halls to see my young man play. I will have to follow him from afar on Spotify and videos released by his university and maybe once in a while I'll pay the money and fly out there to see him perform live. All I know is, or I also know, that I am running out of free music to use from him. For many, many years now I got to hear him practice in my basement. I also got to go to his concerts. Many of them were free and I would record them. And now that is all over. He will go on to college, and I will probably have to pay to see him, whether it be travel costs, uh, tickets, or both. So I lament a bit, read you some quotes, put you in a fine mood. It's an exciting time of the year when the kids graduate from high school and the other kids uh, finish their school year. But uh, for all parents also know it's very bittersweet. So let's get on with today's episode. What I'd like to do in today's episode is deal with a very important basic to AD&D muddle, and that's where I look at areas of the rules that were one way in the basic edition, but different in the Advanced Dungeons & Dragons 1 first edition game, yet many, many players continue to play the basic way. So I call that the basic to AD&D muddle. Now, I haven't done one of these since last August. So I hope you enjoy today's edition of Basic to AD&D Muddle. 
Then the only other thing I have lined up for you, as I promised in episode 212, was the conclusion of the exciting Star Frontiers game that we played at the Virginia Uncon, which we held over Memorial Day weekend, where a bunch of dudes from the Grog Empire got together and played games all weekend long. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back to episode 212 and listen to the intro there. And if you missed the part of the Star Frontiers game I put up in that episode, you should go back and listen to it also. Today we get to near the conclusion of the game, and then in my next edition, which really will come out in the next few days, we will do the epilogue to the game, masterfully made up by Randall, the DM, the uh, game master, I guess, or the DM, I guess he's still a DM, even though it's Star Frontiers. So with all that set up, I turn the show over to the basic to AD&D model. Enjoy the show. Just a quick co- correction to the intro. This is the intro to episode 212, and my last episode was 211. And a correction in advance for the BX to AD&D model. I state that in the DMG, both the discussion of the dexterity adjustment to the armor class and not the initiative role, and how to apply the adjustment to surprise occurs on page 61, but I realize that the part where it talks about dexterity and surprise is actually on the next page, page 62. So those are that's a correction of something I've already said and a correction of something I'm about to say. Muddle, to make turbid or muddy, to be fog or stupefy, to mix confusedly, to make a mess of, to bungle. Yes, this is the latest edition of the Basic to AD&D Muddle, brought to you exclusively by the worlds of M.W. Lewis. So in this episode's edition of the Basic to AD&D model, we are going to talk about dexterity and how this is commonly muddled, particularly the reaction adjustment. For those of us who started off with the Red Book Moldvay edition, I won't speak to other earlier editions because I didn't start off with those. On page B7 is a list of bonuses and penalties due to abilities. The dexterity uh, bonuses and penalties are listed out in the second column in a four-column table. There are penalties and bonuses for missile fire adjustment, armor class adjustment, and the initiative adjustment. Very clearly spelled out there, initiative adjustment. And there's an asterisk there that says this applies only to individual initiative. Who will strike first? Not party initiative. Now in basic and in AD&D you roll party initiative not individual initiative. In later editions of the game it became individual initiative. But in these editions of the game up to basic, I mean up until AD&D 1A, now I don't know about 2E because I don't play it. It's party initiative. However, individuals can adjust the initiative role for themselves using this initiative adjustment, 
which in and of itself is listed as optional at the very top of the column. The penalty uh, for a low initiative, uh, I'm sorry, the penalty for a low dexterity starts at minus two on the initiative and goes to minus one for those with a dexterity of four to eight. There's no adjustment for those with dexterity of nine to 12. There's a plus one to the initiative for those with dexterity of 13 to 17, and then a plus two for those with a dexterity of 18. That's a really great adjustment because if you rolled a three, if the group initiative was a three, but the, but the opponent had a four, that individual would win the initiative and actually strike before the opponent, whereas everybody else in the group would go according to the group initiative roles. This could have a big impact on spellcasters, too. Now, we all know many things were changed in AD&D 1E, but as we also know that many of us who were playing basic maybe for up to a year or maybe even longer didn't really bother reading all the changes, especially in the abilities section of, of the player's handbook because most of it is actually the same. There's very little that's different. So the tendency, especially with young people who are 12, 13, 11, maybe 10, maybe 14, is to skim through the new books and just pick out all the new stuff that's really cool and innovative. The new character classes, all that kind of stuff. So that's what you went for. The new we you know, the new weapons available, the new damage list. Then you looked at that very intimidating armor armor class uh, two hit versus armor class adjustment table, and you marveled at it, and you thought, how cool would it be if we could actually use this in our game? But you very quickly decided not to use it in your game because you just weren't going to do it. You're just too, you were too young and immature to try to implement those rules. So what you missed by skipping reading thoroughly the abilities section of the player's handbook is that the adjustment for dexterity is different. It's not the same. It's actually against the reaction adjustment is for the surprise and only for surprise and it's right there in black and white but most people didn't read it and consequently just continued to make it an initiative adjustment and I know for a fact that that was very common because when I started my big group for Monday Night AD&D back in 2020 even my even those who joined who had 1e experience really thought the de defensive adjustment or the reaction adjustment i mean went to their deck their uh, initiative role and i had to tell them not so fast not so fast i have reread these books before starting monday night ad and and i am trying to use the rules as written this time unlike back in the 80s and it clearly says that the reaction adjustment is uh, is the penalty or bonus for both surprise situation and missile combat attacks. So it's actually called the reaction slash attacking adjustment. So you can get a bonus to your hit to hit with missiles with the same adjustment level that you get 
on your surprise situations. And there's a QV there, which means you got to look somewhere else for more information, and that information's in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Now, I will note that the adjustment scores are different, too. For a dexterity of 3, your a reaction attacking adjustment is minus 3. Remember, in the basic set, the lowest was minus 2. For dexterity of 4, it's minus 2, and a dexterity of 5, it's minus 1. For dexterity 6 to 15, there's no adjustment. If you have a dexterity of 16, you get a plus 1 reaction attacking adjustment. 17, a dexterity of 17 gives you a plus 2, and a dexterity of 18 gives you a plus 3. So a much, you get a, a higher one. So not only can you have a much lower penalty, uh, you can have a greater adjustment. So then, if in case you still are unsure, or you're sitting there saying that I'm full of it, all you have to do is go to page 61 of the DMG, and it does say that because of the relatively long period of time represented by the round, dexterity is represented by a more favorable armor class rating than as rather than as a factor in which an opponent strikes the first blow. On the same page, it talks about how you adjust the surprise roll with the dexterity reaction adjustment. So there you have it. There's no reason to belabor the point. It's a muddle. It sure is a muddle. Many of us have done it, and many of us still do it. This came up during the Memorial Weekend Uncon, which I talked about earlier in this edition of the show. I didn't talk about the muddle, but it came up during my game, the last game on Sunday night, where one player wanted to have their initiative adjusted by their dexterity and I had to explain to them that that's not the rule in AD&D and this was a particularly well read dungeon master fellow dungeon master of of D&D of AD&D they know the rules really well but this just this is just emblematic not to criticize that person because there's no criticism there we all did this i mean it was just very very common to skim over those ability sections and not really read them because you had already been playing basic for so long and many of us we just didn't know AD&D was actually a different game we just thought it was the same exact game with all the basic rules with just new stuff to go along with it you really had to sit and read it and compare to understand that there were a lot of changes to the rules between basic and AD&D and not all of them for the better in my opinion um and I think this is one of them. Honestly, I think the initiative adjustment makes a lot more sense than the surprise adjustment. I have a lot of trouble in my own game squaring the fact that somebody with a better dexterity is surprised for less segments or not at all than their party members. To me, if you're surprised, you're surprised. Like, if you're taking a dump, for instance, when the goblins attack, how's your dexterity going to help you? If you're, if you're standing there agape because you really were caught off guard, how's your dexterity help you? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I guess I can see it. I, I, I've, I've come to accept it so much over the last three years now that I've been doing it the right way. Uh, I, I do get it. I guess I do get it. But I, I still, I don't know. I still think it makes more sense that it should 
go towards who attacks first versus who is less surprised. So that's it. That's the muddle for this edition of the Worlds of M.W. Lewis. And um, I will have more muddles to come before the end of the year. So I get only one shot with an eagle pistol, right? Uh, I think you shoot more than that. I think an eagle pistol's only... I'm trying to get my brother to come next year. Yeah, probably. Are we going? Or do I know he's got a machine gun? Yeah, we got people charging to come. Um, he's back. You got your back to him. All right, so I don't know. So I'm gonna holster one of my pistols, take out my fiber knife, and tank someone. So you and your dad are heading up for melee, right? So that means we shouldn't be shooting anymore. Oh, this is the thing. I'm not gonna shoot. He said he's backing off because he's wounded. Right. I wanted to open up with the machine gun. I'm going to fire my auto rifle. Can you use the machine gun Which or no? Are you again? No, I'm going to kill I'm you. Uh, the metal six-sided dice. All right, so yeah, you can move up here, and then you can engage. With an auto rifle? Well, you got two guys. Running up with so I'm a, I'll hold action. I think I'll hold action. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. So I I'll do this. I'm going to move so that oh, I can black see blue? It's black. I have my son got me that for uh, Christmas this year. Right. I'll come up and support him. I'll be right behind him. I don't like the racer and triangle are going to move. Yeah, I, I go back and forth. Down and forward to check out. Make sure yeah, there's no Stay down here. I want to be loud. No, I'm going to use them. Here and make sure there's no way Trying to flank, right? I have a question. Can I use stab and pistol? That's insane, man. Because I got my other This is all, every dice I have here is all I have. Yeah, but it would give, you know, take the two attack penalty kind of thing. I know, I saw it. Yeah, you saw it, yeah. But I'm saying every dice I collected as a kid. All right, let me check something real fast. I'm waiting around new school because I went to live with my dad. I probably started playing again with about 80 dice, and I'm up to probably about 400. Wow. And I'm 45. So when I was a kid. We couldn't Ooh. go out. Okay. Um, who's rolling the initiative for the group? I think I am. I got the highest. So we didn't go out for recess. We went 18. On all these guys like usually played outside. Of come on, I probably. Fifteen. Which year was this? All right, you can cross. Could have been eight. Because y'all go first. They can try to counter, but as you are rushing across. Both of them dropped their laser pistols and we give up. Oh, so I'm just standing. What alignment are they? Huh? What alignment are they? Are there war crimes? Uh, we are not paid enough money for okay. this alignment. Are they yeah. humans? Yes, they're humans. Yeah, yeah, we won't kill them. I'll go up and knock them out. Oh, wait. So it's probably 85. School years. So we're probably you don't have, have people behind us. We can tie them up. We can use them for information. Yeah, lock them out so we can go back for them. How do we get information from them? Because they need a whole new school district. Ask your dad. We're going to do it. So, hold on now. He's not knocking them out. Hold on. You're moving up to open the door. No, time out, guys. The game. The game. The game. We have two prisoners. Four prisoners. He wants to go not right. Two are asleep. Two are asleep. He wants them to go knock them out. I say you. You should get some info from them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get some information and their weapons because we, I have no weapons. Yeah. We take their weapons. Take their weapons. You should have a weapon. I do have a weapon. You have one of the Marines, right? I have the Needler pistol. Oh, yeah. So what you have is what you have. Right, right. Needler pistol. So we're going to take, we got to get a weapon. We want to find the weapons locker. So so hasty. Each one of these guys (laughs) is armed with a laser pistol. And a vibro knife. But one of them is carrying a laser pistol and he still has three grenades on him. Two fragmentation and one which definitely weapons. I'm yes. taking so, those grenades because I have them on like this Now the laser pistols only have um sixteen SEUs left in them. I would like one of those. I would like one if there's four. 
Whoever's gonna be the front fighters take the laser pistols. They have to be beam. They have to be beam weapons. I have, otherwise, you're just drawing half beam. of your he has dexterity. Beam. You have projectile, projectile. and mark. Hey, I'm projectile. Yeah. So I'll take. I'll take two. Take them both. Whatever, yeah. Uh, but can I get one of the vibros? Well, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why would I have? Right. I'm getting the vibro knife. Uh, Why don't I take can I have one of the grenades? At least one of the grenades. I have a good score. Uh, the uh, what is the score? Uh, it's strong. your dex. You use your dex, and then um. I have an eighty dex. Oh, by the way, oh, okay. You have better score. The ship right here has detonated its drives, Ooh. and the crew has evacuated. Ooh. Do you want? I was going to say, do you want to take a time out and go back to that one? No, they, they know happening. that they can't get away. So, so then, can uh, well, let's just ask the Navy. Are you going to still proceed to that ship? or you well, if, they out turn? if they detonated, then we should just... They're going to head to the base. Well, they jettisoned in what? They, they detonated the their drives, so right. they've completely disabled the ship, and then they've gotten aboard um, escape pods and have... You know, let them go. Can't launch. So you're gonna head to go. the. They're gonna head to the base. How about the Osprey? Has the Osprey done enough repairs to turn around now and come to the base? Yeah, she's up to. She's up to say ten hull points. So she's turning and coming to the base. Mm-hmm. She and they're heading to the base, right? Navy, you're gonna head to the base. Well, we know there's two more ships, so I think we really need to be oh. out there scanning and yeah, trying to, to stay right. actively make enough, sure you are the Navy. I know heavy combat. Hand to hand, a little too much. Whatever happened with that ship? We we took care of it. it they it, they it just blew up their. Uh, sh- the question is, should we stay? Yeah, when you took out their FTLs, they over? can't get away, yeah. and the Osprey is faster. Are you bringing it over here to defend the no, ship? No, I think we should should stay. The Marion. I think we should the Marionette's also faster as well. She's a faster ship. They couldn't get away. The Osprey's still manned with the scout. The Osprey's now turning and coming to the base. They've made so they can cover the intersector. We'll cover the outer sector. Sounds okay, yeah. so she's patrolling out here, and then she's patrolling over here. Now there are a couple of escape capsules kind of floating in space here. If you want to and try to pick recover. them off, uh, pick them off. He said, <laughs> "Pick them off." Pick them off. I said, "I off." I said, "Off." I said, "Off." Well, that's target practice. The Navy always has, you know, you you don't kill guys in the water. I'm I'm Marine. Mm-hmm. You're not on my ship. I know. I'd pick them off. So I we got to pick them up. You're, you you want them to so do that for you, yeah. not the guy's effort. So we put them in a hold or as a marine. Yeah, but we, we know, you know. I mean, like, if you want to treat this inside. seriously, we're I'm, a professional I'm not, military. I'm yeah. So professional military, we, we, we pick them up, we put them in a hold, we take their whatever they have on them. They're they're PLDs. I think you're more likely to just kill a prisoner. They are pirates though, because I believe pirates were a different policy. But we'll pick them up. Yeah, the Navy frowns upon them, and generally they're probably looking at getting spaced at some point or another. But on the other hand, they may have useful, actionable yeah. intelligence. They'll probably get hung. Which, let's go back to the base, and who has the best, is it persuasion or leadership, public persuasion, to talk to these guys about getting the information we need? I do have walkers, the... layout of the place, the numbers. Uh, I have the 70. Do you all, want me to make them? Is the base secure? No, no, no. Just this first, first room. We've got four prisoners. Two, two of them. Oh, that's why you want to knock them out. You don't even speak. You don't even think No. So what's your persuasion? I have oh, it's low. It's so I, I got the seventy. If, if anybody isn't better than seventy, I'll roll. And, but whatever your question, I'm well. I'm asking Brian's question. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, we better wait for the DM to come back. Just, I just stated. What's the DM? So we didn't play. It was all just one game. 
Yeah, so it was a mixture. Right. So, DM, I'm going to roll the persuasion check and I'm asking all his questions. Okay, so, whatever So, in other questions. words, he'll do the dialogue once I roll. All right, go ahead and roll. Oh, I made it. Seven. Seven? Okay. Yeah, so we're looking for first um, the number of people, what, what the, the number of people in the defenses on this place. Mm-hmm. We're looking for uh, um, weapons lockers. Weapons lock, yeah. The new, where's the new? Yeah, where's the new? We know Shit. the new. Okay. All right, oh, so no, it's right away. So we're looking for uh, their defenses, their personnel, their defenses. What are we What are we up against in this base? Where's the nuke? Where's uh, their weapons? And why the hell are you guys here? Uh, how many more? Did you ask how many yeah, more yeah, uh, personnel? First, how many uh, personnel uh, and what are we up against? Okay, so to answer one question, where's the nuke? They're like, what nuke? Um, the next question so you answer is, them. why are you here? They why basically, they kind of hem and ha. Because <laughs> we <laughs> agreed to play Star Frontiers Two in the of them, it's, it's on the schedule. That's why we're here. Yeah. AM, Star Frontiers. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them admit that they are clarion residents. They're subjects of His Majesty's government, and they're in rebellion. They're getting their heads cut off. <laughs> the other two are apparently off-worlders. And on one of them, you actually find like some papers on that identify him as being a mercenary. Did you get that after we started playing? And then, as for actual remaining forces on the um, base, they're saying that there's another squad roughly of the same strength and disposition. So, including so one attack robot and a total of four more men. Yes, there's another squad out that's there, the and they have taken up defensive positions, and if you come out, they will mow you down. So we're going to put them in front so of us. So if you would like to go ahead and surrender to us now, we will take your surrender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll put them in front of We're not going to say this while we're asking the questions. The plan shield. will be to put them in front of us as we meet shields. Now, so we need to know their locations, yep. and then you get to face justice proper and No, no, we're, we're trying to be persuasive. Help us, and we'll we'll try to make oh. sure you get mercy. Yeah, mercy, right, right. We're right, going to turn you over into yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's mercy, because right. we're just trying to be persuasive. We're not the judge. Yeah, we can look, say whatever we want. Look, we all make mistakes. You've done what you've done. We do what we do. Help us now. We'll make sure I you have see mercy. And can I use that on myself? We we, we will personally. We will no, personally you can hit yourself with like a bio court and dose, and that'll get you back to personal account. Animal. <laughs> Let's not go too far. But you actually need somebody else to work on you. Just say, well, we'll we'll try to make sure you get mercy. And then we get... uh, (laughs) Hold on. Now, as for their disposition, we're not going to tell you that. You're on your own. In fact, as far as 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 we're concerned, we're prisoners of death. We're prisoners of war. We claim our rights under UPF charter. Mm. So we can't use them as shields. No charter here. I think and you know it's a war crime if you use me like that. Right. So we should should we take them back onto our ship and um, put put them in the brig? And war crimes, no one knows. Should one of then us put me in front of a judge? Should one of us take them back onto yeah. the Marionelli, Mar- whatever it is, the marionette, and put them in the brig? Right. We have a, we left a crew on there. No, we didn't leave a crew. The AI's on there. The puppet master's. So the puppet master will launch them. Yeah. Can we do that? Take them to our brig on the marionette. Anyone else have medical? The marionette doesn't have a brig. It's just a starship. Oh. oh. Just tie them up. So you can stick them in the brig. Yeah. 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 I'm going to... When we get to it, I'm going to look for some healing. Or we just tie them up here. 
still pay him a lot of He said you played a slim pen. I don't have a shift to run. He said I could so do something to myself, but I would need somebody else so, to work on there's me. there's a ship in this launch right now, right? That is a launch, yeah. It's a civilian ship, mm -hmm. so we can put them, we can secure a room in there, make sure there's nothing in there that they can use. I know this will take time to do. And we put them in there, we lock the door, and make sure there's Very no communications, make sure we strip them down, we search them, make sure there's no abuse. We go through no. all the precautions Not good enough math, and lock them in at least one of the thousand, right? As you are doing this, the intercom opens up. One to one hundred, one to one hundred, and they attention intruders. We know you're out there. We can see you on the monitors. I've rigged this base to go up in T minus ten minutes. There's a fifty megaton device sitting inside my companion control center, and I'm going to detonate it. I have nothing to lose. I, I, we, we, so, would you like to parlay? He's talking to us on the intercom. So he's on the intercom. So do, do we have a way, a direct connection to the puppet master to talk to him? 10 minutes, or 9 minutes, 58 seconds. Oh, yeah. Can oh, we talk, talk to the puppet? Uh, hold on, hold on. So can we talk to the puppet master? Can we talk to the puppet master? You can talk to the puppet master. Ask the puppet master what you want to ask him. Yeah, so we need the puppet master's information as to where the, the bomb is located. It's lit. It's lit. It's turned out. Uh-huh. It sure is. Where that is it? Going where, go. where is it? precise location. Don't you people even listen to him? He said it's in the command and control center. Command and control center. One door away. We have less We have less than... And I tried to tell you that! I feel like We're we just humans, man. I'm like just a Yuzirian. Uh, let, let him blow his ass up. Who cares? That's what I'm wondering. What else do we have to do here? We have, yeah. We've got the recon. We got, we got the recon. We got, we got, let's take these prisoners. PLWs. Let's take the prisoners. Okay. Get back on the marionette. Get out of here and let the Osprey start firing away at the Well, base. here's your problem. All right. And he says, oh, here. This, these are my terms. You leave now. And you don't engage me as I leave on my lunch. You do that, and I will disable it after I clear the area. And, and you let can us take occupy the base. the base. And you can occupy the base, but you need to let me and what's left of my men get away. Well, here's what I'll say. Okay, I was like, look, a deal can be made only between people that trust one another. And I introduced myself, and um, um, and I need to know who you are. You don't need to know who I am. You're really a scum. So we, we uh, so then, therefore, we can't trust each other. Good luck on your launch. I'm going. We'll shoot him out of the sky. No, That's we'll right. shoot him Good luck on your launch. We are leaving now with our prisoners, and you are oh. going to leave with your men. I know what I can do. Good luck, Mr. No Name. We I... sent an open message. Oh, wait, wait, wait. James has something. Hold on. Go ahead, James. Please. I have Kabumite and blow up the shuttle. Uh. We yeah, don't know what launch set, he's going for. Start setting that that detonation on his on his launch. If that's the launch he's going to take, there could be another. No, this yeah, but there could be another. There could be more than one launch, though. Well, I mean, I mean, based on well, the, this is based on the commanders. This so far is held true. Oh, it's the only hanger, as far yeah, so as we know. He's got no, he's got no say besides blowing himself up. Right. Let's make sure he understands that we know that. What's that? Say that again. He's got is... no leverage right now other than blowing himself up. Yeah, right. And we have another, we have, we're patrolling, we have two ships out there. You're not getting away. Yeah, thank, we... thank you, Mr. No Name, and you go start. Okay. Unless you have something the... else in your pocket that you want to yeah. tell us about. I do. You have no leverage. I have something of interest to you. I have documents for Operation Life Force. And I have my finger on the trigger of that, and I can release that into the general web in just a few seconds. 
and you could kiss your UPF government's ass goodbye. Do we know what's operation? Life well, the life force is what we think that deal is. Uh, our shadow government is used. If, if I got this right, our shadow government is using um, Sathar information or uh, to crossbreed and genetically make weapons. This this now connects to the other game. Yeah. With the right. And I'll tell you what. If you let me go, I'll shut off the nuclear device, and I'll just keep my finger on the button. We need those documents turned over. Well, they're electronic documents, and they go over where I go. We need to know who you are. I'll tell you what. You're not leaving with that information. If I don't walk away. Then one of my subordinates will release it tomorrow. What do we care about that? Yeah, yeah. What with you, brother? (laughs) (laughs) We knew we knew it was developed in a lab in China. Now come on. (laughs) (laughs) What are you? What are are we gonna do? I I think we're we're going to. Do we want that information? He could be just bluffing. He could be bluffing. Well, here's uh, well, you know one thing. He just said the magic word. Life force. Life force. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. The government may have sent us here to kill him because they know he has the information. And so right now we're being the bad guy. Right now, right? Being, In a way, we are being the bad guy. We're being used. Yeah. yeah. So I think... And you're right. It's the UPF government that's doing all this. And they're being helped by the Clarion government. Uh, and you're helping them. So I think Please. the moral person that... Uh, Captain Dez Kurtz driving Dez Kurtz... There's a slug moving down a razor blade. No, what are the odds of that? I did it again. I say we let um, it go. Publish the material. Shame the government. As far it. as you know, Kurtz knows no more about this zero. than anybody else on the Eleanor Morales. Wait, what's this guy's name? Oh, oh, he's Kurtz. Yeah, we don't know this. Kurtz guy. is your CEO on board the Eleanor Morales. Oh, so that's a different Kurtz. Oh, Kurtz. Okay. Kurtz. Okay. I'm yeah, private Kurtz. Kurtz. Yeah, he, he's playing. He's playing the private. Okay, so there are two Kurtzes. Wow, that's interesting. I wonder if you're distant cousins. The horror. So, yeah. The horror. I'm Nepotism at its best. We take our prisoners. We set a detonating charge. De- you go set the charge because you're a demolition expert. Yeah. Or at least you have the Remember, we only have like nine, how many minutes left? About eight minutes now. Eight, eight, eight minutes. I was going to say. We're going to go oh, do that. Late. We're going to take our prisoners. We're going to get on the marionette. We're going to leave. And Mr. No Name, good luck to you. Yeah, so so you're gonna let him go free on the shuttle? No, we're no, setting a plane. Tra- we're gonna try to blow up the shuttle. We're gonna blow him up. I don't think we should blow no, him up. Remember, he is observing us. Well, well he can sneak off. He might but not be able to. No, I I will go and make it look like I'm stealing cam, but I'm actually pulling a charge mm. on the ship. Uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I agree with your terms. I'll lay down over there. But your demo there. boy needs to take the charges What's off. What? <laughs> well, they fourteen who have detected that. I'm with Kurtz. Let him go. Let's let him go. Yeah. We we came here and did our job. Take our four prisoners. And we discovered the government's dirty, and he's back. And now we know this. See, we know something the government doesn't want us to know. They're gonna swag us next. So we want to act like we don't know it. And that he got away. But we could always blow him out of the air with our munitions. Our other two Let ships. Let him go. Let him go. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. 
So we remove the charge. You know, he, he watches the you remove the charges. We'll get to the marionette. We'll get out of here with our four with prisoners. Them, with our prisoners. So and we'll go to where the Osprey. He is. tells you that he will pause the detonation until you clear the area. It's impossible. And then some minutes I'm after that, you so see his launch boost. But well, the base is still intact. So should I AI? Did, 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 wait, AI. Hold on. Did, did the run the numbers? AI. It's turned off. He turned it off. There it's is. Turned, it's not going back on. Nope. So should we? Nope. Shoot nope. Him? Nope. It's going dark. It's nice. Nope. It, it, it's, it's a nice new. It's a good new now. It's a good new. Well, he um, was supposed to detonate the base under the terms of this agreement. Just no, the, the terms of the agreement are that he wouldn't detonate uh, the base. We so can, said he we wouldn't take, detonate. We the could base. take the base out. Oh, okay, so he's leaving us. Okay, okay. So, don't so we that. have just completed our mission and we Brian still wants to shoot him down. Does anyone else want to shoot him down? You're Marines. Rule doesn't, is Marines. Rule doesn't matter because I'm like a private. Uh, whatever yeah, he is, right, whatever yeah. he decides. Hey, what do you want? Me. Um, I, I say the Navy shit. Well, wait a minute. We keep forgetting that we actually have my boss with us. What does he say? Y'all didn't talk to him, I'm and he's out there doing 68. this whole thing, recovering the Corvette. Y'all haven't spoken to him. I'm going to ask him. You're going to ask him what? I'm Rise up. Transmitting all this information to my boss. I, I mean, this is the military, so right, like, you can't play like the base. If you don't, if you don't, right. if you don't do so like, let's run this real fast. I, I suggest I'm going to make you, you let him go, but that, the base um, is intact. The tech guy. We may, yeah. So I'm basically telling him the base. We got it under control. It's secured. Uh, and then I tell him exactly what this guy is doing. And did you mention Life Force? <laughs> I am not going to mention Life Force. Okay. Get your people in there as soon as you can. Get into the data center. Check and see if you can do any downloads this on the database. This is the Navy now. The Navy shows up. All right. So it, I well, he's ordering he his because he's kind of the leader of the you might have missed Richard's Oh, Norman Morales' team. And what he just said was big, and I would have caught this. I really relayed everything that went on to my boss. Remember, my boss is with us. Wait, were they Mike? Were they listening in on us? No, no, he was busy doing this whole operation yes. over here. Uh, so I just relayed to my boss everything that just happened at the base. You know, in the base. I didn't tell him about Life Force. But what? Listen, how? Listen, well, well, how uh, you know, listen. It's important. Right. I did not mention Life Force. His he knows we have the base under control. He knows we basically won, and we're just going to let one guy leave. Right? Very positive. Well, fine. But yeah, one minute. He tells us to continue to the data center and download the information. I understand. So he knows about this life force situation. But I don't understand how the Navy guys knew about this conversation. They weren't on the I guess we were over there. Yeah, we were communicating. No. Sonny just told me he con he contacted his I, commander. I communicated it back. My character that's on the on the oh, oh okay yeah you're a marine oh, you're a marine you yeah, you communicate he's playing one of the NPCs no my guy's not a marine yeah, yeah your guy on the ship you're is on the marine. you're a marine under our command on the you're the not NPC. navy and, and you're navy guys to Max Tab and Max Tab told that was my understanding no he didn't do that he thought he was still navy. Oh, I, they, the navy guy, guy, the navy guy. No, boys, I knew I was the other guy, but I thought this guy was navy no. too. The navy boys have no idea what's going on. Right, they just now heard for the first time. That's why I didn't mean to interrupt you, but the navy doesn't know what we're what we're discussing. Now, if you were talking to Tab, yes, that is your order. You are to go secure the data center and begin download of any. Information so once we get on, and we should now communicate with the navy. Yeah, so and I'll let Brian right, so talk to the thing, navy. Basically, so you're communicating. Well, to but, but let Brian tell you what he's going to tell you. Okay, so, so now on the Navy. Fires, you know, we're on the ship, we're leaving. 
and we're letting them know that the base is secure. We're letting you. The same thing's going to happen. Yeah, the same thing, probably. But, but I don't know if you're going to tell them about Light Force or not. No, 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 Did no. you mention the nuke? Yeah. It's up I, to tell him, I tell him uh, base is secure, however, powerful munitions uh, has been neutralized. But it's still operational. Tell them there was an escapee. One, one. Tell them that. Yeah, and um, there were a crew left, but base is secure. Okay. So he doesn't say anything uh, to you but about nothing about life force. Yes. Nothing about any sort. So of... I'll now, as the lieutenant, I relay it to my commander. Yeah. So and basic orders. Same message. That's fine. Secure the facility. Make sure you secure the command and control center. Begin download of any data that's within the system so we can evaluate it for further intelligence. And if you happen to come across anything resembling Sathar or information about the Sathar, notify me immediately. So right. that should key now to everybody in there that he knows about this life force thing. And yeah. we were sent in to, to, get, to make sure that information doesn't get out. And that's the end of the mission. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So the goal is to get episode 213 out very quickly. The segment of the epilogue for Star Frontiers is very, very short. I think it's only about three to four minutes, and I'm going to hold you in suspense to hear it. And then I will do a reading from The Sword of Cassanta, a novel that I wrote uh, and have not really completed, but almost completed. It's just kind of been sitting for two years now, in my word processor as I look at it and try to make it better. And I would like to release it at some point before I die. And maybe I will do that. But I will read from it. So that's the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to explore the many worlds in your own mind. In our ensembles and the seniors, especially in their last concert, thank you very much. So our last selection, this is a great tune by Victor Lopez called Puffy Taco. <laughs> <laughs>